So we are here to do those things and we want to give God praise and honor for opportunities. We learned a lot of different things. Uh, we will be in the Abrahamic um, Temple Diocese very soon here. Um, I will be getting ordained uh, shortly after the convention that will be coming up in June at, at the Faith Place okay. Overseer over Hampton will be hosting uh, the particular event in June where the, the Abrahamic Di uh, Temple Diocese will be having um, uh, African the African bishops and they will be ordaining on one of those particular days. Okay. So it will be a big event um, that will be happening um, coming June and prior to that and I will be getting ordained as elder pastor in, in the diocese. Okay. And so these things will be happening uh, shortly here. Uh, I know month month of May is a busy month for us because it's a birthday month for a lot of here in the family. So we'll be doing a lot of those different things. As you know, next week, um, First Lady will be having surgery. Um, keep her in your prayers. Also that Friday, uh, there's a communion well, where our, our, our uh, chief apostle, um, uh, Bishop, Canon Bishop Wayne Patrick, will be having a communion service at the faith place. And I was talking to them yesterday. They said, well, have your members go. So those who can make it to the to the service on Friday, if you can, please go. If not, I understand. Um, but you were, just, you were just saying that you can always have your members go if you can't make it yourself at the representative church ministry. But um, we were just so excited about what's going to happen. We're excited about um, what God is doing. Um, we're just giving God um, praise. We're taking steps further in progression of this ministry. So we are making steps. We're walking in faith. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Now I'm going to read from the Message Bible, mm-hmm. and I'm starting from chapter four. I'm going to start with verse four. But the key verses are uh, twelve and thirteen. All right. One of the uh, so here it goes. One of the twenty-fourth day of the month, I was standing in the back of the great river, the Tigris. I looked up, and to my surprise, I saw a man dressed in linen with a belt of pure gold round his waist. His body was hurt, was hard and glistening, as if sculpted from a precious stone. His face, oh wow, this is just jumped on me. All right, so, oh, oh, all right. Um, because I'm reading, I'm reading from the message Bible. His body was hard and glistening and is sculpted from a precious stone. His eyes eyes bright and penetrating like torches. His arms were glistening like polished bronze and his voice deep and resonant sounded like a huge choir of voices. I, Daniel, was the only, I, Daniel, was the only one to see this. The men who were with me, although they didn't see it, they were overcome with fear and ran off and hid fear the worst. Left alone after the appearing, abandoned my friends, I went weak in the knees. <laughs> the blood drained from my face. I heard a voice at the sound of it, and at the sound of it, I fainted. I fell flat on the ground, face in the dirt, and the hand touched my and the hand touched me and pulled my hands and my knees. Daniel, he said, man of quality. Listen carefully to my message and get up on your feet. Stand at the at attention. I've been sent to you to bring you news. When he said this, I stood up, but I was still shaking. Relax, Daniel, he continued. Don't be afraid. From the, from the moment you decided to humble yourself, that's, that's key, to receive understanding. Your prayers was heard and I sent out to come to you. But I was waylaid by the angel prince of the kingdom of Persia and and was delayed for the good good three weeks. But then Michael, one of the chief angel princes, intervened to help me. I left him there with the prince of the kingdom of Persia. And now I am here to help you understand what will eventually happen to your people. The vision has to do with what's ahead. So... We understand that Daniel was fasting and praying. Um, we understand that. Let's go help out. We understand that basically um, that Daniel was a, a prophet. We understand that he could interpret dreams and visions, and so he can give clarity to what God was showing him. This time, he did not eat the king's meat. He did not eat the king's. Um, anything with the kings he just he was on his own particular fast because he got instructed to fast that particular way um okay mm-hmm. and so um, you see that he saw an angel and the angel gave him instructions um to let him know what was going to happen to his people eventually which changed the ship to the nation So we understand this is what happened. So everyone say, 
Just go through it. For you are the solution. Just go through it. For you are the solution. Now, I want to deal with four different type of doors. Um, and then we'll get back to the text. Four doors. The first door is an implied force door. An implied force door. Now, when everyone comes through our door, we have to unlock the door, we have to open the door, and walk through the door. Now, what well, it took force, it took our own personal force to do this. All right? To walk through the door. It's our own force. In other words, you know, so Bible, the Bible I have to give you is that is Matthew uh, 16, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know, this is just what Jesus was telling um, his disciples at that particular time. And, and um, whatever you bind on earth, you bind in heaven. So, in other words, this is applied force. Um, Matthew 11, the violent taken by force. So applied force will what? Open doors. All right? The second door only opens, it doesn't really need applied force. The second door, you have to use the right code. If you don't have the right code, you don't get in the door. I remember when we back when I was growing up, we had cars with codes on the door. If you didn't have a key, you had to have the right code and unlock the car. Otherwise, you didn't know the code, you couldn't get into the car. If you didn't have the key. So it's different things like that. Also, this codes, this codes also set an alarm for the car. So different things like that. Um, if you don't have the right code to get into your own house, uh, you don't get in the house. So you have to have the right code to get in that particular door. All right. Um, um, Daniel dreams and visions unlock the code for the nation. So it was a door in the supernatural that he got, gave him a special gift. He was trained to unlock dreams and visions, to give through different codes and uh, secrets and mysteries inside the dreams, all right? When, okay, so uh, that, the other door is, uh, we all go through grocery stores now, we all go through different shopping malls, different places like that, where the doors open up for us. Now. The thing about the door I like, like I said yesterday, is like I like the fact that it opens up if you walk in there by faith, because you walk <coughs> towards the door by faith, it's gonna open up. Now it's an ultraviolet ray or light that shines on you, that, that senses you and knows when you come close. But if you don't come close enough to the proximity where it can see you, it won't open. But when it do open, it doesn't worry about who, who it's opening for. Uh, so it's by faith. So this principle applies not only in the spiritual, but also in the natural, because it doesn't actually be black, doesn't actually be white, doesn't ask what your religious stance is, doesn't ask you what your sexual orientation is, doesn't ask any of those things. Doesn't ask how many kids you have, doesn't have how, ask how much money you have. The door just opens for you, regardless. All right? So that's the principle you need to keep in mind. This is why the wealth of the wicked is later for the righteous, because the wicked understands the principle better than we do sometimes. All right? All right, so number three. Number three, that is number three. Number four, I'm going so fast. Number four is the door that is so crucial because it's a timing door. It's a timing door. And I used the example of music yesterday when I was talking about your intro to music. Jonathan sung today, the praise worship leader of the Pure House Ministries. He did not start the song at any time. He played a couple of bars, four to eight bars before he started. If he would have came in any time the song was being played, 
But it's like, what is he singing? Is the timing is off. Mm-hmm. He had to have the right time mm-hmm. to come in. If he didn't make the right time, he would have to play those bars all over again yeah. Yeah. to start just to, to, to start it. Okay, and then he would have came in at the right time. Or if he was playing for someone else and they missed the time, he would have to play it over again too. too. As a musician, he would know that. And so this is what happens with this particular door because it's a timing door. If you miss the timing, the door, not only it opens, but it shuts and you have to wait. In the book of Numbers, they had opportunity to or go through the goal and pursue. The Lord told them to get up now and pursue and enter in. Mm-hmm. But they did not pursue. Mm-hmm. They waited 12, they, got, they told God we're not able. It was 12 hours later they tried to go and pursue. The door was not open. Mm-hmm. They had to wait 40 years later for the door to open again. So the whole musical piece took 40 years mm-hmm. for them to enter into the doorway again. In the book of Numbers, book 11, Numbers 11. So these are the particular doors I want to talk about to you uh, today. Now, so moving forward, understanding that door three was the door that has a particular uh, ultraviolet light that shines through, you know, where you have to, it picks up your, your sense and it opens up for you. So you enter by faith. That's the door number three. These are the next doors. <laughs> My message is over. <laughs> I'm sure to tell this message. So understanding Daniel. Daniel was a prophet. He was trained to deal with the kings. So let me deal with this a little bit. Let me deal with this a little bit. One of the prayers, and I was gonna mix this together, I'll mix this together. So one of the prayers, other way, I think we dealt with human realm, dealing with how prayers are tied up in human realm, and sometimes people change their minds. Now the second thing dealing with this is that angels also answer by prayer. So this is classic understanding how angels answer by prayer. When we pray, an angel answers it. This is something that everyone, that people don't understand. This is something that all apostles don't understand. It's something all prophets don't understand. As one God uses angels to answer by prayer. We're not to pray to angels. We are supposed to command angels. Mm-hmm. There's angels that watch over us, angels that, that protect us, angels that are with us, the angels that aid us. But what hinders our prayers with the angels is our own personal rebellion. Mm-hmm. They already saw rebellion with Lucifer. We got kicked out of heaven. Mm-hmm. So they stay away from rebellion. And this is what happens. Now, what happens, what keeps them from this, and this is what, what shows up in our lives as rebellion, is stubbornness and selfishness mm-hmm. becomes an idol. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you have an opinion and I have an opinion and we hold on to our opinions and we don't we don't compromise, or we don't we don't try to get along, we don't try to to, to uh, allow God to have his way with us in our hearts and work on our hearts, we remain stubborn, we create an idol, idol mm-hmm. which turns into iniquity. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly so therefore, the angels that give you angelic supply is not there to help you because you're rebellious. Mm-hmm. This is why it's important to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh because in the lust of the flesh is rebellion. Mm-hmm. And rebellion is like a witchcraft. Mm-hmm. So this is what happens when you want to answer by angel, answer by when you want God to answer if he answers it by angel. 
this is what necessary to do those particular things. You have to understand it's important to understand. And you entertain angels and you don't even know it. They come in human form. It's a testing ground to see how you would act, react to people. A lot of times I think some of the homeless people could be angels and God tests our hearts to see are we going to give to those who are, who are living beneath our means or what have you. Are we going to entertain that, those particular things? Sometimes they're testing grounds. Like I said before, there's angels that come and change our tires. There's angels that come and they, they hear one woman, they go on the next. It's a testing. And we kind of, we just know this from scripture. A lot of us don't have the privilege of God telling us this uh, because we're not close enough to him to hear this in our relationship love. Yeah. We have to get to the particular place where we know that angels is a testing ground with the test first. And so the Holy Spirit will help us in this. We have to get his relationship for him to hear his voice speak to us on this level. But you always have to know you always are on assignment wherever you go. Whatever you do, you have to realize it's always an assignment. You never put the assignment down. You didn't, once you get the purpose of the assignment on your life, you're always on assignment no matter what the situation is. So you have to think of those levels, think of those terms, even though yes, God fulfilled the desires of your heart. But if you build his kingdom, he will fulfill the desires when you forgot about the desires. But he answers by angels. He answers by angels. And we see there could be a canopy of demons around you because they know God's going to bless you. So they'll stop the blessing. They'll waylay they'll way the angel. The angel said, I was waylaid. I was, I was fighting this demonic princess, the prince of Persia. I was fighting this regional demon trying to give you the answer. So anytime you have something that's going to shift the world, shift the nation, shift the culture, best believe there's something fighting that you can't see against, against God and against you. But Daniel was a statesman prophet. He had, he had recognition. He had an acute gift to interpret you know, complex dreams that our God gives kings and high priests. Mm-hmm. He was that level of prophet. You know, and so he could, he was real, he was acute, you know, acute in breaking down uh, symbols and signs. He was highly skilled in this. You understand that. So, understanding those, those particular things, you need to understand that we are in the last days. So, it's very necessary for people like Daniel or the anointing of Daniel to be in our life. If God is called to walk in that vein of the prophetic. All right, you need to understand that. Um, or the apostolic. Uh, so um, it's very important. So understanding angels on that level is something somewhat complex because you don't understand why God does what he do. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't understand why God heals some people and some things he don't heal. Or I'm understanding that it's not necessarily he healed everybody fully all the time. He just started the healing process. Okay? And so our faith has to be built and realize that God does not fail regardless. And some things are a test for us to endure. Amen? And so it doesn't always feel good. It always is a right. And sometimes we say things in moment, high moments of worship and we get tested on those particular things. Because God hears us. And you have to realize in worship and praise, it's high moments, it's high times in the Lord. It's high times, and you don't realize how close God is, but He's listening. 
And he's omnipresent, omniscient, omnipresent, all-knowing. So he'll know, he knows. And so he'll send the test of trial your way to see what you will do. Yes. And he knows what you're going to do, but he just wants you to know how you're going to do to humble yourself, mm-hmm. to humble your heart, mm-hmm. to realize, oh, this is the way I am. Lord, forgive me. I'm tired of doing this this, this way. This is a cycle that needs to be broken in my life. To break this cycle off of my life, break this off of me, because if not, I'll continue to do this over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'll pass it down to my kids. Mm-hmm. And they'll be self-destructive like I am in this area of my life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, the third thing that God does is answer himself directly. We all want God to answer directly. Mm-hmm. We pray, we don't always want to go through the trial. Mm-hmm. Coming to a mature place where you say, I'm going through this trial. I know I need to learn a lesson. So I, I need to see what God, how God wants to teach me through this particular trial. Mm-hmm. So a mature place, a mature Christian says, I'm ready to go through this. Even if it doesn't feel good. Because, you know, I realize in my walk that I know it's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to go anywhere. So I might as well let God change me. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm here, still here. I'm getting older. Supposed to be getting wiser. The test of trial is going to be here. You're going to go through it again. The some form of fashion, some design is going to happen again because you haven't passed that particular test of trial. Because it's supposed to make you a better person, it's supposed to make you a blessed person once you come out of the storm. Paul says you're either in the storm, coming out of a storm, about to go into the storm. So this is what Paul's talking about, those particular things. So, but Neshach, Neshach, right, Neshach and Abednego, where God answers prayer directly. Mm-hmm. They was in the lake of fire, and he was in there with them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you're in the fire, the furnace of your test of trial, he's there with you. Mm-hmm. And you may not be to see him, but other people see God with you. Yes, yes. Because I believe... That in the, and even if they saw him in the fire, in a level, a certain level of knowing, because when you come in the grips of a, a divine creator, you know who that person is because it's revealed to you. Mm-hmm. It's like we had amnesia through sin, and that that amnesia begins to leave when we see the creator up close. Mm-hmm. There's a knowing in the glory. There's a knowing in the spirit. There's a knowing that that you're just gonna know. Mm-hmm. He allows you to know who he is. He reveals. Him. He revealed himself his hind parts of Moses. Moses wrote five books just by seeing God's hind parts. He was able to see eternity past. He wrote five books of the Bible. This is Moses. But God talked to him face to face. So it's important that you understand that. All right. All right, so this is what God, this is how God answers prayer. Um, wrapping that message up in a nutshell. So the particular prophetic word I got that I released yesterday was this. Um, I saw angels. I saw angels at the RCI conference. I saw angels at the RCI conference. I really didn't see any detail of them, but I saw them carrying uh, solutions and strategies in their hands. So this is what God showed me of. Um, couple nights ago. Why were they in their hands? Because God wants to give us 
uh, five four ministry strategies uh, to deal with what's affecting our regions. So these are solutions that God wants to give us to the problems. And so I released this yesterday. The reason why I didn't get to share this part yesterday, they're in the hands because it's an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. I don't get that wrong, but anyway, it's the five-fold equipping, you know, the nation with solutions. Mm -hmm. So he wants to give us solutions to the problems. Mm -hmm. So angels wants to do this. So all we got to do, our thing is to break the code of fasting and prayer to get the solution. All right. Amen. So I told the apostles and the bishops that God also has two sets of angels that sit and stay with you. And these particular angels, it wasn't necessarily what they have on, even though they were armored like warriors. And I can't give you particular details, but the, it was the, the tools, the weaponry they had that God had me focus on. And this will have a type of, of staff, but it had two swords on the end. Mm -hmm. The two swords on the end were ready to sharp. Um, swords and they had blades on each side of the sword. The particular swords would change everywhere they go uh, because whatever region that they face, the metal would change. I and mean, the reason why the metal would change because God custom designed the word wherever they sent. They come against the demonic prince in that particular atmosphere. They come against that mental stronghold because God, this, this, this level of solution of power, knowing the authority they would have, they would need to break to be the solution, to bring the hands in the and be the solution. So we need solutionary uh, type visionaries that God's raising up to come against. So this is why you have to walk through the door because you are the solution. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Just thank God and be our solution. Prayer request. Well, 